It is the last minute of Phoebe's birthday, and I just wanted to make note of how much connection the 11 years I've spent with that dog have provided me emotionally and just in the companionship of having sentient life nearby. I had to have been a dog at some point in whatever journey my soul has taken because the responsiveness from dogs has been through the roof for about, well, at least a year, probably more. But Phoebe is the greatest companion I've ever known and I don't think I can ever fully engage another entity with the kind of trust and understanding that Phoebe has engaged me. So, I work to and I aspire to be as great a presence on planet Earth as my dog is, but I got so lucky that I picked Onse in a litter of 11 because together I feel like we've done everything we've needed to to make each other's lives great. And I recognize how much she's meant to me in that pursuit. I'm not here without her. And I'd like to think that she would say the same of me, though. I imagine she'd probably have some rolled-up newspapers to beat me over the head with in occasions where that might present itself. But on with... <laughs> on with real life. And I guess since the opportunity is presenting itself, let's try this. Let's see if a focused pre-note to what I'm going to try to do keeps me on task with what I do try to do. Do-do-do-do-do-do. I <clears throat> am looking at the cover of a Priority Mail United States Postal Service box where I have approximately 10 notes of various quality. Oh, and a backside with about another 10. Anything on the sides? Not that I can see. Probably. Hiding from me. And I have a high school notebook paper-sized similar <clears throat> splatter of who knows what. And the next recording, I intended to cross these off as having been covered or circle them as something worth revisiting. That's, I'm guessing, 40 different thoughts. So, since I really don't have a point other than phase two of this to share, well, episode 176, which will be the one coming up, I will try to get through as many of these as I can. When I open episode 177, I will assess my progress and then recommit to this task. Because let's be honest, no matter how dedicated to trying to communicate all of this in the next, or in these minutes that follow immediately thereafter here, hereafter there, whichever, after where, I'm not capable of getting through 40 distinct thoughts in one recording. Nor would I ever want to be, really. Would you? No. Hey, universe. Well, it's the 16th of August, so 
since Phoebe's birthday, the last time I truly checked in, well, things for Phoebe have gotten a lot worse. She's, uh, for 48 hours, had lost the use of her back legs, at least one, if not both. Hard to say. Um, and after the uh, humiliation and fear that brought her, uh, I thought, Yesterday she was going to have to be put down. And then Sunday night, literally, as I'm cuddling with her in what I assume is our last night together, she just gets up and walks out the front door to go do her business. Literally hasn't been able to move herself like this for two days. And uh, then was better yesterday. And I'm not saying is normal today, but certainly isn't about to be put down today. And is this her glory period of sunshine before she can neither move nor has any appetite? Well, she lost her appetite on Friday and Saturday, and frankly... The panic look in her eyes and the loss of appetite, I've never seen a dog recover from. I've seen it in two other dogs. And uh, I've lost other dogs suddenly, so. But when the, their time comes and they know it, and you can experience that moment with them, they let go. And I thought, we had had that moment together. I had two days to grieve and had thoroughly grieved my passing of my best friend. And then, as if knowing the final curtain call literally was five minutes ago, well, she rushed on stage and gave the performance of her life. So now, here we sit on Tuesday. She's awkwardly positioned, but sleeping comfortably. The cat has returned somewhat to normal. Her freak out coinciding with what Phoebe was experiencing certainly lent to the authenticity of where we were at but even the cat's back and she had disappeared for 36 hours to god knows where because I couldn't find her but so it goes right shit happens signals get read incorrectly emotions are spent over incidents that don't even occur. Worked up, worked down, worked around, worked through, worked out, and worked over. Well, now I gotta work on something else. Because uh, nothing brings out the 
earned groan of frustration in life, like the return of Lily M. E. Lily is, I don't know, she's either the poorest excuse of a human existence I can imagine manifesting, or she's some co-entangled force of energy, either here to deter or propel my activity. And embarrassingly, I don't know which. I... Lily is a delusional schizophrenic who walked in my back door in a state of delusion. Either she is pulling the ultimate con job on me and the universe... To be fair. Or she is suffering the broken snap of a mind that I have feared my whole life. I was not just prone to, but directly careening off the cliff into inevitability of realization. I'm not sure that I'm not there. I don't socialize enough to know that I'm not full-blown crazy. I don't have the perspective from within to know if I've shark-jumped my own existence. I may have. Some of my life feels so fragmented and disoriented that I never take full-blown lunatic off the table. But as I've said before, clarity of analysis, structural reason, foundation building, the tenets of directed, purposeful, active life, things that were foreign concepts as little as a decade ago, are now firmly entrenched in what was an otherwise hmm, uncertain look into where to go next. I instead know exactly what I'm supposed to do next. So, if that's the ravings of a lunatic, ring me up. And... So, when you believe you are at least distanced enough from everybody else's seeming reality, activity, intuition, motivation, name it, name a big bucket group we all fall into, and I always felt like I just didn't belong in that bucket, because... I didn't work like blah, 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 blah. They work. That isolation, even if you're not crazy, 
what's the difference, right? You're just... You're just as... <laughs> as ostracized. Through your own doing, of course. I don't want to pretend this is some intentional action of society. It's not. But you keep finding ways that your box seems to not connect to any other boxes. What's the difference between that and experiencing what Lily goes through in her delusional states of schizophrenia? I start to wonder if that isolation, that box of unique loneliness, aloneness, it's not lonely, but you are alone. You are one. In a world of billions, you're the isolate. The uni. And as the solo participant in this box adventure when someone like Lily demands to keep opening your fucking box you have to wonder why is this happening why am I harassed through the life force of this delusional schizophrenic well I felt like the world sent me the most spit upon insulted derided and dismissed member of our society so that I couldn't miss the point that I'm here to help those who need help my life's fulfillment can only be realized by assisting others in need so whatever fallout little Lily continues to direct my way intentionally at times at most times (laughs) I don't know how intent can be assigned to Lily in most situations but when there's intent it's clearly a little uh, vindictive for some reason but whatever my crosses to bear are not yours but how awry do you think your life has to have gone for the only solution the universe sees to redeem your soul is through the voice and activity of a delusional schizophrenic invading your space is that where you're at have you gotten so far left right or rear 
directed in your pursuit of fulfillment that the universe needs to send you that kind of overt signal? Does someone have to literally walk through your back door at 10.45 at night in what you assume must be an extreme prank being pulled by a cadre of friends to produce this entity now dissociating in your living room? Can that possibly be the sort of entanglement you need to figure out that you haven't yet discovered who you are? That's not right. You are in such stark denial of your true intent that only the most chaotic, anarchistic signals available can still be played in this game if we're going to win? Are we that far askew individually? Or was it just me? I don't know who I'm even speaking to. Because listening to this again for me has no point anymore. I don't know that Lily didn't arrive to flip the switch that needed switching on, in my case, for me to find purpose. Be kind. Lily forces one to be kinder than one wants to be. Be understanding. How can I understand what is so confusing? Well, then learn to forgive. Forgive who? The universe? For forcing someone like Lily to consciously experience what she ever fantasies, delusions, other realities she's tuned into, whatever her existence is. Maybe it's too ethereal for me to relate to, or maybe she's broken. The human mind inside her head just snapped. And now all that's left is the Lego building universe of whatever picture she can paint to get through the day. Because that's what it looks like. And that seems like the most awful manifestation possible. The one that careening toward its reality at times I have seen inevitably driven. But again, nobody lies to themselves better than themselves. Because 
at some point, what I came to see was, it was like I needed that excuse. I needed to think, maybe I'm crazy. Because I still had not come to know it's okay to be alone and uncertain in an uncertain universe where you're on a solo mission. The idea that we have it all figured out and that's not even the idea. The idea that it's been figured out that other people are clued into how it all coordinates and you're just the awkward discombobulated one who's faking it to fit in enough so that nobody realizes you're a complete fraud. Well, how much faking it is really going on versus how much of that is completely unnecessary if you just believe in yourself having the tool set to get it all done instead of having to complete the picture perfectly in order to realize a presentation that's infallible to the universe just work through presenting your best whenever you're faced with an opportunity to act. Whatever turns out is the best picture that can be painted. It isn't about result. It's about the effort. And I spent so much time measuring, wanting to be admired for having done it right, done it well, done it with the sort of approval that says, you're one of us and you're one of our best. And never having thought, but am I doing my best you ask me to ascend these ladders of importance of authority of leadership of power but it was never in my makeup to want that I don't intend to lead through authority or power. I only ever intend to lead by example. And when we start to think the measurement, the approval, the, the ascendancy is the point. 
Well, I know where that took me. It took me to a place where the universe literally had to send its most challenging and needy participant directly through my back door. And as many times as I have tried to erase Lily's participation in my life from my future, I now see those are futile efforts. Lily's here for a reason, and she's in my life to help me see how much it doesn't matter about me. I have a hard time with that. Humans have a hard time with that. Hell, we're the star of this stupid cinematic experience that feels like a movie reel year after year after year after year that we are reluctantly the lead role in. But unless you came to play this thing in some sort of a ensemble production, unless you're here for the thrill and the challenge of doing it all in real time, doing it with the sort of humor and grace that comes with trying your best and knowing that falling on our face is part of what keeps us humble enough to not act like gods. If we were built to do nothing but succeed, we would have the inflated ego of the universe. But we aren't. We're built to stumble. We're built to slip on the banana peel. We're built to fall down because for whatever reason, and I think this might be the reason that humanity was developed, we are infinitely capable of picking ourselves back up. Knock us down. Push us around. Make us feel like we have no idea what the fuck is going on. And you know what we do? We rise to the occasion. We figure it out. You can do whatever you want to do to make us feel like there's no way out. But you better have figured everything that is possible to keep us from coming back. Because if you forgot even one possible solution, you know who's going to figure it out? Human beings. Because that's what we are. We're capable of finding any crack of light in the darkness. We are as able and as creative a force as is known because nobody comes back like human beings. Well, except Lily.
God, do you even know that stripes like that are almost impossible to look at? <laughs> yeah, you don't. You're sick? No, I'm not sick, Lily, but it's weird to see you as always.